At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey guys, how are you? This is Nina Perez and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am so glad you're here. So today I have Dorian Ivan Medina with us. He's going to tell us about all of this amazing stuff that he is doing. He is a published blogger. He is a former D1 athlete, a former competitive CrossFit athlete. That's not me. I don't do CrossFit. <laughs> He's a Sacramento Kings fan, um, a business owner, a podcaster. He has a lot going on. And the reason I have him here is because I like to talk to the best humans on the planet, as you guys know, that come on to grow, challenge, and transform our thinking. Because people who have been through stuff know how to get through it so that they can help you get through it. So Dorian, welcome, welcome. How are you? Hello. It's a beautiful day in Sacramento. It's nice and rainy. I'm, uh, I'm really grateful to be on your show. I'm really Thank grateful you. to hopefully provide value to your audience and to your community and uh, hopefully share a little bit about my story. And hopefully this can um, help impact, you know, one person in your community and hopefully uh, just really change their perception or their, their perspective on life and, uh, and what you can actually accomplish through your trials and through your tribulations and through your adversity. So I'm really grateful. Thank you, Nina. I'm glad you're here. And you know, I love what you said because it's something I always say, right? Is impacting one person at a time. Um, I think, you know, for a lot of people, it's like, oh, you know, I've, I've spoken to quite a few people who want to impact like billions of lives and all that. And I think those are amazing goals and you yeah. should have them. But I think the way we do it more effectively is one person at a time. Totally right. right? 100%. Yeah. I really, really agree. And that's with me, with my values, you know, as a business owner, um, I'm not really set on impacting, like you said, thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives. I just want to impact the people around me, the people in my community, mm. and just give them a really great service and a really great product um, within my business and within myself personally. Um, that's just my purpose and my that that's something that brings me fulfillment in my life. Right. And, you know, you said something really strong there, right? Because um, the people around you and the people in your community are the ones that are going to be there for you 100%. when you need them, when you need 100%. them. Right. So sometimes if we when we try to reach out too broad or too out there and forget who's close by, that can also be a dangerous game to play. So I like that you said that. So before we get all up um, into all that you do, because I, I love your business concept and what you, you do, let's 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 learn a little bit about you, Dorian. So what what have you been through? I know you talked about 
in the beginning, when you introduced yourself, you said you'd like to um, impact people's lives. People have been through trials and tribulations and, and they want to get to the next thing, right? So yeah. let's talk about that. Do you have some some trials and some stuff that you've gone through that you now use to impact somebody else? Sure, 100%. You know, you know within within our life, you know, life is a, is a, is a evolving, it's a growing experience. It's something that, you know, through our experiences, through our decisions that we make, it's something that really impacts our mindset and who we are as people. And, you know, within my life, you know, I, I, I faced, you know, kind of a traumatic parenting experience. You know, I faced homelessness. Um, I was dirt broke. You know, I faced um, sickness. Um, I faced, you know, just a lot of just different adversity, parts of, parts of adversity in my life that have really made me who I am today. You know, and, and, and depression, anxiety, just so many different uh, uh, things that have made me Dorian, who I am today. You know, and the, and the biggest things that, 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 you know, for me, what's impacted in my life was, you know, being homeless from, you know, 2015 to 2017 was a really hard part of my life because I was trying to make CrossFit a career. I was sleeping at gyms. I was sleeping in my car. Um, I slept in the bathroom of my school one time. It was just some of the lowest points in my life. Mm. But I'm really grateful that I got to experience that because it really made me who I am today. It really um, helped me appreciate my life, helped me appreciate the little things. And as we get more into our conversation, I'm a very minimalist person. So mm. that has really helped me out in my life. Um, just having basic necessities for survival, not having so much other things in my life has really helped me out. It has really been um, an asset for me going through being homeless. Um you know, as I was growing up, coming from a Latino family, um, it was, you know, if you know any, anything about Latino parents, they, they can be very strict. They can mm -hmm. be very within their ways. And sometimes that parenting didn't really work for me. Um, so it was just a little hard kind of um, establishing a great relationship or establishing um, a good connection within, you know, the people around me because of how I wanted to, you know, be parented or how I wanted to grow up. So that was an adversity that I faced that has really impacted me through college and through who I am today. Um, I got to, you know, experience, you know, being being broke, having no money, you know, going through the college experience. Um, luckily, I was able to, you know, be a student athlete, which really helped me for school expenses. That was really great. Um, but like, you know, coming after going out of college and um, and going right into, you know, sleeping in a garage, um, sleeping on the on the floor of my cousin's mm. apartment, you know, sleeping in my car, um, were some really trying, trying hard times for me. Um, but like I said, you know, our life experiences, our decisions that we make, and uh, the things that we go through in life really help make us who we are today. And I'm really grateful for those experiences, you know, depression, and anxiety, uh, depression, um, just became from being broke, became from my circumstances from not having a nice bathroom or a shower or a place where I could cook at, you know, those were really basic important necessities for me because I was doing CrossFit competitively at the time. And, you know, I have this conversation with myself all the time. It's like, I was barely eating. Um, I was training three or four times a day and I was really fit. It just goes to show how, how powerful your, your body and how resilient it can be when you're really young. You know, right now I'm 28. Um, I'm still really young, but you know, when I was 21, 22, 23, like man, your body can be really, really powerful. And regardless of how much anxiety or depression or how much 
um, hormonal imbalances you're going through. I mean, mm -hmm. man, to be that fit for me was really, was really incredible. Um, so like depression in regards to being broke, being homeless, um, my going through the post-grad kind of slump, not knowing who I am, not knowing who I wanted to be like, those were really, um, having, you know, copious amount of just anxiousness and, and anxiety from trying to make CrossFit and coaching fitness a career, all those things encompassed in one thing. That was a really trying um, part of my life. It was mm -hmm. also a really time for me where I learned became learned who I who I really was and who I am today. Um, but I would not take it. I, I wouldn't go back if if you could tell me that hey, Dorian, you can go back and change all the things. I would not because it wouldn't make me who I am today. And I'm yeah. so grateful that I was able to go through those things because it it really taught me a lot about the importance of um, minimalism. It taught me about the importance of saving money. It taught me about the importance of like, what is really valuable in your life? And that's your health. That's the people around you. That's your values, your positivity, like the things that really are essential and the things that really make you happy. And I'm so grateful that I've learned that at such a young age. Um, yeah. because it's really made me who I am today. And I know hopefully if I live another 80 years that I'm going to do so much damage in business and just really grow within my relationship with my partner and the people around me and my community. If I do end up staying in Sacramento, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. So um, I'm just I'm just happy. I'm, uh, I practice gratitude a lot. Um, you'll yeah. hear this a lot in my content. I'm really, really grateful. It, it, it's I'm really authentic. Um, I'm really happy. I'm really positive. Those are all values that I really believe in that are really true to, to who I am. And mm -hmm. I talk, like I said, I talk a lot about that in my on my content and uh, just the people around me. And I think a lot of people would say the same thing about me. But um, long story short is um, I'm just grateful for those things. And uh, thank you for letting me share. Yeah, yeah. You know, you said a lot of amazing big things there, right? So I'm going to touch on a few of them. Um, sure. So when you were growing up, let's go back there for a second. And well, you said your your parents were or strict. I'm, a, I'm Latino, so I get it. Yeah. Um, and um you said your parents were strict and that's not the way that you wanted to be parented or felt like it was serving you well um, yeah. while you were being parented. So totally. can I ask you an example of like, what do you mean by, sh by strict? Like what was sure. it that was, that was come going against your, your values? Of course. I think I just needed a little bit more love. I needed a little mm -hmm. bit more empathy. Okay. I just needed a little bit more caring, I think. And caring, right. not like caring, like Dorian, I care about you. You're my son. It's more of like, um, I care that you're participating in all these events. I care that you're a really good athlete and you're, and you want to play all these sports. I care that you also want to have time to hang out with your friends. You know, I, I needed a little bit more of that from, yeah. from you know, my environment mm -hmm. and not so much like, Hey, you got to do your chores before you can go play basketball or right. you got to take care of your brother or sister before you can go to the game. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, yeah. I just a little bit more of that. I and mean, that's something that really bothered me as I grew up. Um, it really bothered me in college. Um, but now I've learned to like, let go and really just like take on like the role of like, Hey, it's okay. It made you who I am. It yeah. might not, it might not have been this best situation for you, but you are, you control now your environment in the future. You control now, um, the way you parent your children. If I were to ever have any kids. Um, so I think I just needed a little bit more of that. And like, yeah. for me, I could be sometimes considered like kind of emotionless um, because of my adversity. I'm very numb to pain. I'm very like, um, 
Like I think, the most, yeah, very resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the more, the most emotion I ever show is like when I was doing CrossFit as competitively, when I was playing football in college, um, if the Kings ever win, I get really hyped up. Um, <laughs> if I'm by myself and I'm listening to like my favorite, um, like hustle playlist, I'll get really emotional by myself. That's like the most emotion I think I will ever show. And with my dog too, like my dog has been a really uh, big part of my life. Um, I get really sad if I ever think of him like passing away or right. getting in a really bad situation. Um, but nonetheless, I think I've gotten so much better at showing more emotion. Um, but like, it, but like, it's just based on resilience and based on adversity and based on you know the things that kind of happened in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It also sounds like, um, you know, not having the validation that you needed either growing up, right. Sometimes shuts you down. That's happened to me too. I've been, I've been told that I can be a little bit too forward, a little bit unemotionalist, you know, so I've been told those things too. And I, I, so I kind of really resonate with what you're saying. I connect with what you're saying because I realize that a lot of that too has to do with that, having that strict, you know, um, way of, of growing up, you don't get validated in a lot of things that you do think or feel or want to do. So what happens is you shut down, you start to shut down, like, and nobody cares anyway. So nobody comes to my games, nobody, you know, comes to my shows, nobody comes to anything like, forget it, you know? Yeah. And when you don't feel like that validation, sometimes it's a little bit hard to find the emotional part attached, but I'm glad that that's um, changing for you too. And I think, Maybe, I mean, you can um, you can actually um, say whether this is right or wrong, but I think it's also because you're doing a lot of self-discovery, it sounds like. Oh, 100%. And that's like, helping, I'm a, yeah. Yeah, I'm a very reflective person, you know, living in the community. You know, I moved to Sacramento in 2010, and I drive by, like, you know, landmarks that I used to drive by when I was college, when I was in college or when I was going through my adversity. You know, a lot of um, a lot of my friends are still here. You know, I just I'm a very reflective person mm. um, because I'm such a relationship oriented type of man. Um, mm-hmm. Like connection, relationships are literally everything to me. Um, mm. Like I would do anything for my friends. I would do anything for my partner, uh, for the people that have been there for me. Um, I would literally die for them. And I, I say that a lot in my content um, because those people were the people that um, have really helped me get through my adversity, that have really mm-hmm. helped me along my way. Um, the couches that I slept on, you know, the gym floors that I slept on, like it wouldn't be without the gym owners or without my friends. Um, I wouldn't be where I'm at today without the people that believed in me that hired me to coach their classes. Right. Like the relationships are really, really important to me. And I've always been a self-reflective, um, self-discovery kind of person because I love learning. I love the process of learning. Mm-hmm. I love the process of getting better at things. Um, I really do love adversity because I, I really believe that going through adversity really makes you like a different type of person and it really gives you the appreciation for what you have but it also can be very dangerous in if you have your own business or just in your own personal goals because you've just been through so much that you just want to go get it you know and i I just love i love that and i wouldn't change it for anything yeah that's so good uh that's so good You, you touched on so many things there so let me ask you about this um uh, this experience that you had after college. Yeah. So yeah. what did you go to college for? I went to college. I studied kinesiology. Um, I have a okay. degree in exercise science and in coaching. Yeah. So I love so, so it was always important to you then fitness has always been important. Fitness um, sports when I was younger have, were, were the most important thing because I played mm-hmm. basketball. I played football. I played baseball all four years of high school. Um, 
I got scholarship. Um, I was being recruited. So like that was really, really an awesome experience for me. Mm. It was really cool. And I think any coach in my life would tell you that I was the first person in the gym and the last person to leave. I think every coach would tell would tell you that. Um, and it, it it translated to when I started doing CrossFit competitively the same. I stayed there for hours. I mean, I trained for hours. I can't tell you how many. Wow. Like, I mean, there were days where I trained four days, four, four times in a day because I was just so hungry. I wanted to get so much fitter. I just love the process of like seeing my body change, of getting stronger. It was just a very important part of my life. Mm-hmm. And now I just exercise for leisure um, because it's uh, I just do it for health reasons now. And I, and I love experimenting with my body. But back then when I was doing CrossFit competitively and when I was playing sports, you know, at a high level, it would just meant everything to me. And I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to know what I wanted to do going into, into college. You know, initially mm-hmm. I wanted to be an athletic trainer. An athletic trainer is a person that takes care of the athletes. They tape their ankles. They go through the you know concussion procedures, like stuff like okay. that, um, mm-hmm. to help athletes get ready for the game. And then as I evolved in athletic training, um, I wanted to be a strength conditioning coach. So basically, be the coach that uh, facilitated the program for all the student athletes. I really wanted to do that. And then I found CrossFit about a month before I graduated. And uh, I didn't know that I would be a business owner today. I didn't know that it would lead me to where I'm at today. But I fell in love with fitness, with just general fitness. I fell in love with fitness and then competitive fitness as I started getting really good at CrossFit. And mm-hmm. now it's uh, a part of my life and a part of who I am today. And it, it helps me run my business. Um, so it's just crazy how, how life turns out. But I'm super grateful for the opportunity to learn and experience that. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting, too, that you talked about how fitness has always been a part of your journey and part of your life. And um, what I love now is that it sounds to me like you also found that connection to the mind as well, because, um, because you said that even when you were going through the, the, the CrossFit and all that, you still did struggle uh, with depression oh, and yeah. anxiety and all of that. Right. So that oh, yeah. shows that just cause you're like completely physically fit does not mean that you got it all together or right. vice versa. Right. Or you yeah, can right. be completely mentally like strong, but you're not physically fit. Like you have to start connecting both. 100%. Um, so what happened after college? What, what made you, um, or not made you, but what, what happened in your life that caused you to have to you know, sleep on people's couches and sleep, I think you said in your car or stuff like yeah. that. So what, what happened there? Sure. You know, I graduated college and I was, man, I was broke. I didn't, I didn't have any yeah. money, you know? Um, yeah. I had to survive. So I went to go work at Jamba Juice. I went to go work at Domino's Pizza. I was an ambassador for a body armor. I was just doing these like little side things. Right. And I was just making enough money to like, kind of just get myself back up to, to like have some money in my account. You know, I had literally, right. I think I made a post one day where I had like $12 and 82 cents in my bank account. Like I was, I was broke. And, um, you know, going through that, like, I was just upset. Like, I was like, man, like, I'm just trying to figure out who I am. I have a, uh, you know, I have a college degree, but I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't know where I want right, to go. Right. Um, I don't know who would hire me. I don't know, like who I want to go work for. I don't know if this is a life that I want to live. Um, but you know, back to fitness and CrossFit, it really kept me grounded. And mm. if I didn't have that in my life, I don't know where I'd be today. Um, so right. like regardless of what was going on in my situation, in my life, sleeping on cars or sleeping in cars, sleeping on my couch or couches, like fitness always kept me grounded and always mm. gave me something to look forward to every day. And that's why I spent so much time at the gym because it was just like it was it was a, a way for me to feel myself, you know, and sport and fitness always gave me that outlet. But 
you know, trying to make CrossFit a career at the time was really difficult because, you know, professionalizing coaching is still a work in progress right now. Um, having going to a gym where it has a strong foundation, where mm-hmm. financially you could pay co- a coach a good salary, um, a good and make it a profession is something that's um, still not really done right now. And mm-hmm. back then it, it was really rare. So um, I was just so hungry to make CrossFit a career and make coaching a career that I just needed to do what I had to do. And mm-hmm. that just involved me commuting, coaching for free, volunteering, um, being homeless because, uh, you know, if I was just trying to make some money right there and if I had to go pay a lease, pay rent, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have made it. I would, I would, I wouldn't have made it. So, so, um, if you don't mind me asking a little bit of a personal question, um, how did you, why did you not go back to the family or not go back that way? Like, did you feel like now I'm just going to work on me or what was the, the, the issue there, the disconnect. Sure, there was just more opportunity here in Sacramento okay. than coming okay. from a small town. Um, yeah. My town has one intersection with a blinking red light. <laughs> if you ever seen, if okay. you ever seen Friday Night Lights, it's that exact same town. Um, oh wow! It's gone to the game. It's it's literally um, my graduating class in high school was twenty nine. Like it's that small of a town. Twenty nine what people? Twenty nine seniors. My graduating class had twenty nine seniors. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, yeah, like, you're not kidding. Got it. Not kidding. When people, <laughs> when people say like in college, you, know, you get asked, oh, "Where are you from?" I'm, oh, you know, I'm from a small town. You wouldn't know. And you're, oh, I'm from a small town too. My graduating class had a thousand. I laugh. I'm like, no, you don't know what small is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what small is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like, there's just more opportunity here in the city in Sacramento, and uh, I was more established. Um, I had better connections. So mm-hmm. that's why that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's why. Yeah. You know, the, the, the amazing part right now that you are here and you can look back 100%. is how all of those things honed you to be who yeah. you are today. Right. It's yes. it's funny because when you're going through it, nobody wants to go. I've been I was homeless, too. So I oh, get man. that part. And yeah. it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it truly does. Going through the moment, yeah. like, like as, <laughs> as me, someone that's very reflective and uh, resonant or, or that someone that um, just looks has so many flashbacks of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it sucks in the moment. It really does. It, it's, does. it really does. Um, it really because you does. see, and also like, you know, I, I'm in an age um, and I grew up in an age where social media, obviously mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, you see all your friends doing all these different things you know, settling in their careers, That's making true. some money, you know, you're buying some new cars possibly like you see all that stuff and it could go, you could easily go into the like, man, I'm going to start comparing, uh, comparing yeah, myself. Yeah, to yeah. People. Yep. I, I, luckily enough for me, I'm very grounded and I never did that. But for somebody else, man, that, 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 that could be really detrimental to, yeah. to their own psyche, you know, going through what I had to go through. Um, yeah. that could be just really, that could, that could, be more more it could add more depression more anxiety more just different thoughts and luckily Mm -hmm. that was never a thing for me but uh yeah i mean it just in the moment it sucks yeah 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 you know in comparison i think i just did a um a a post on this because comparison is like literally the thief of joy it literally comes and it'll steal everything so tell me how you then got from the you know from being homeless two years right um how did you get your How'd you get your mind right? Like how, what, what was it that, what was the shift or the the moment that you realized that you're going to be able to do this and you're going to get out of this? How did, how did you shift that? You know what? It's funny. I didn't know. 
Like it just, mm. things just happened for me. Um, mm-hmm. I was persistent. Um, I was committed. That's persistent I commitment. I think, mm-hmm. I think commitment, like, man, like when you have, like, for me as a hustler, for me that everything that I do is very like here, right? Like I don't get caught up in distractions, like within my, within, within who I've been, who I am and what I've done in my life. It's always been a hundred percent and mm-hmm. being committed to CrossFit to somehow making it work. It just worked out for me. You know, mm-hmm. I started volunteering um, and then I got like a, a paid job, which was really cool. Cause now I was like really excited. Um, you know, if it wasn't for CrossFit, Kai who was formerly Pacific strength conditioning, they let me volunteer and coach at the gym for free. That gave me experience. Yeah, and then finally good. CrossFit Elk Grove hired me as a coach and I was doing all their classes. I was just so fired up. At the time, at the time, I was still homeless, but now I was getting paid to do what I would love right, to do. Right. So that was really cool. And then um, there was a, a sale in the gym, and I didn't get to go coach for the other gym. So now I was back to square one. And then just coaching, just just getting my resumes to different people, and just showing them what I was made of, and uh, getting more volunteering opportunities. And then finally being the head coach again at a gym. And then my break came in 2018 when. Uh, you know, my, one of my heroes, somebody that I really look up to Anthony Malta and Josh Gibson at ASAP fitness. They really, they hired me full time. And, uh, within six months I was running the gym and then I just learned everything. I learned sales. I learned, I learned how to, how to properly organize and coach a facility. I learned everything about the gym business in my opinion. And now I have black box and, uh, it just, you know, that span was, you know, three years, took me three years to make CrossFit a career coaching fitness, a career, um, and I'm just so glad that it happened. It just, you know, you can call it luck. You can call it destiny. No. It. Yeah, definitely not luck. <laughs> luck. Luck favors those people that work hard and they're committed. Yeah. And, uh, I, it just happened. You know, I, I, yeah. I, there wasn't no shift in mindset or anything. It was just like, Hey, I'm committed to this Yeah. and whatever yeah. happens happens. And, um, yeah. you know, I, you know, there was, I did a ride along for law enforcement. I was thinking about going to law enforcement. Um, but you know, what kept me grounded back to my values is like, dude, health and fitness is your number one priority. And it still is for you. Like whatever happens, like, just keep going, just keep going. It'll, yeah. it'll happen when it happens. And I'm so glad that it took me three years as opposed to four or five or six. And, yeah. uh, yeah, shoot, it's, we're here. You today. know, I mean, in the, in, in, in truth be told, right. That it might take someone four five or six, but you also went through four five or six years, if you will, of like a lot of heartache. Right. I yeah. mean, it, you know, cause it's, it was, it takes, it does, it takes a lot out of you emotionally, sure. mentally, oh, yeah. physically, you know, to, to be homeless, to be sleeping on people's couches, to, yeah. to question, am I even freaking doing the right thing here? Why right. is this taking so long? Right. Um, but I yeah. love that because what you're showing and what you're telling my audience and me is that it's going to take tenacity. It's going to take grit. It's going to take hard work. It's not luck guys. It's not luck. It's actually doing the steps that you need to take without stopping when you are in line with your values and your morals. When you are in line with your values and your morals, you are going to get it done. I promise. You know, it's, it's funny. I just did a talk, not even a little bit ago about our self-integrity, not just integrity towards other, like you said, that you will die for your friends and you love your partner and you love your dog and you love those things and you would die for them. But will you die for you? You know what I'm saying? Do you have self-integrity where you won't lie to you? Well, you will live up to your values for you. 
Yep. Um, and that's powerful, Dory. And you're talking you. some really good stuff here, man. Really good it. stuff. And, you know, values, you know, uh, code of ethics, moral compass, yeah. values. I don't make business decisions based on transactions. Good for or, you. Or based on more money. Um, I'm at a good place now where I think I've done the hard work. And I make decisions now based on, is it going to benefit my happiness? Is right. it going to benefit my partner and my friends? Is it going to benefit my community? Is it going to benefit me in a way that is in line with the values, with my values and within how I want to live the rest of my life? And um, I'm so glad that I have that moral compass yeah. and those code of ethics because it could be easy at this age for me to go do things for money or to go things, go to go or to go do things because I want to make myself look better. But that's just not who I am. I'm I'm true yeah. to myself. I'm authentic as fuck. And I, I just really want to be who I am. And right. um, that's why I always stick to my values and into my moral compass. That's really important to me. Yeah, that's awesome. And and what I love about it too, because I think you mentioned also that you're a minimalist, right? So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to be able to stick to your values um, and your, your morals when you're like that, right? Because everybody on social media and everywhere is throwing so much at you, so much. right? So for you to say to yourself, okay, I'm going to be a minimalist. I'm going to really live a lifestyle that is conducive to me and my happiness yeah. is not a very easy thing to do, especially at your yeah. age with everybody out there showing you millions dollar cars and, yeah. and air you know airlines yeah. that they own apparently i don't yeah. believe half the crap but there are there are some out there totally. so tell me about this minimalist lifestyle was this something that you adopted all of your life or something you adopted when you saw you didn't need all the extra going through the homeless stuff this was something that i adopted when i realized that i didn't need that extra extra <laughs> realized mm. that i didn't need all these shoes that i need all these clothes I didn't need to impress anyone like those things. Those things are just facades. Mm -hmm. They're uh, they're They, they, for most, I think for most people, um, they mean you're hurting or something's going on in your life where you need to have other valid, other forms of validation. And that's not mm -hmm. for me. You know, for me, um, I need $1,200 a month for me to, to live, right? That's food. That's, that's gas. That's my rent. Uh, that's everything. $1,200 mm -hmm. a month. Right. Um, I don't care. I wear the same clothes every day. Obviously I wash them. Um, I, I, I drive a $33,000 car. I drive a $3,000 pickup. Like, um, everything's expensive. Everything's paid for. I don't have any debt. You know, I have money in my savings account. It's not about how much That's money amazing. you make. It's how, much, it's how much money you can save. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. To invest. And I just, those things don't, you know, those things don't bring me purpose. Like having a, uh, the, this, this dream of having this big house. I don't care about that. Like I want to build right. a tiny home, like having this, having this dream of having a, a nice Tesla or having these really Europe, these nice European cars. I don't care about that. Like that doesn't right. bring me happiness. You know, having these new right. clothes doesn't bring me happiness. What really brings me happiness is making sure that I'm good, that I'm happy, that I'm healthy, that my exercise routine is good. I get great sleep. Um, I'm eating really well. I'm getting sunlight. Like those, <laughs> those things that don't cost any money is what really brings me happiness. Oh, I'm not much so of a traveler. Powerful. Yeah. I'm not much of a traveler. I don't really care so much about seeing the world. I know it's important and uh, I appreciate it, but I'm much, much, much more of a person that would like, would, would rather go get coffee at my, at, here in Sacramento at a place that I love to go get coffee at than to going see somewhere else in the world. Like I'm, I, I'm just kind of different in a way. And, yeah. uh, and I'm totally cool with that, you know? And it just, yeah, I, I think it's, it's brought me success obviously because my rent is 700 bucks a month, which is low in my market. 
Um, I live in a really slow any market. <laughs> I live in a small like studio ADU detached to the house. It's got a full kitchen, bathroom. Like I don't, I don't need very much. And uh, right. I'm just grateful that I'm able to live the way that I live because, man, in this, in this, in this time in our life, it would be very hard to be distracted with yeah. all these fancy things, all these fancy oh, yeah. clothes. Like it just, it's never ending, you know. And for me, it's I'm never really ending. Never yeah. ending. Like it could, it can, it, there's no, like there's no, there's no way it could bring someone happiness to have their new pair of sneakers or a new pair of clothes. Like yeah. there's no way. Yeah. Like, like there's just, it just, just, you just get bombarded in your closet and you just yeah. it's more anxiety for you, you know, having so yeah. much different things. And for me, everything that I have in my house, I use like it's everything, everything that, that I have is valuable. It has to have a purpose. So it has, has to have a purpose. purpose. It has to have mm-hmm. a purpose. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, man, I'm just so glad that I was blessed to have created this genetic trait for me or this, this yeah. sort of DNA because it, because now you know, my partner, I've talked about it is like, we don't need that much money to live. We don't need to build this big house. We don't need to have all, we don't need to be rich, right? right. We just need to have uh, a paid off house, which we want to build a tiny home and um, just grow our own food and have a nice, humble, happy life. That's really what we need. And it doesn't that's take amazing. much. Yeah. Good. And, and I mean, that's, you're very fortunate, Dorian, too, because um, it sounds like your partner is right in alignment with what sure. you like to do, which is yeah. powerful. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It definitely helps yeah. out to have a partner that has this similar values. Um, and with any relationship, right? You're always yeah. going to have those tough conversations sometimes. Um, it was definitely an adjustment for her at first. Um, yeah. But I think, um, you know, we both learned from each other. And yeah. like I said, back to earlier, is like relationships are everything to me with my friends. Um, I just love learning about people. I love connecting with people. Um, I'm really, really interested in people and how they live their life. Because I was having this conversation with myself in the pickup today. It's a, uh, it's important to hang out with people that are like-minded, right? Because, you know, you share these similar values, you share these similar traits, but it's also important to hang out with people that are very different from you because yeah. everyone was parented differently. Everyone grew up in different environments. Everyone has a different perception on their, on and view on the world. So you just learn from everyone. And I'm just yeah. like, you know, I'm the type of person that would walk into the room and shake everyone's hand, say hi. And I just love that um, mm-hmm. because it's important. I love people. Yeah. 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 And I mean, you said a lot of important things there too, because it is important to be in the room with people that are like-minded, but it's also good to be in a room with people that are smarter than you and maybe have a different perspective than you, because we need to learn too. We can't get so stuck in our way that we can't grow and stretch. So um, I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to shift a little and talk to you about Black Box because that's your business now, right? Isn't that what you do now? So tell me a little bit about that. What's, What's Black Box? What is that about? Yeah, so you know, Black Box kind of came out um, in a transition period between me running a gym and then be, you know, when 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 everything happened in the world was is a, a standstill. Um, I had to like really look back and reflect on myself. Like, dude, can you really sustain working seven days a week and being at the gym all day and sacrificing time with your friends and the people that you care about and your your relationship? Can you really sustain that? Is this something you really want? And a part of me did want that because I'm young, I'm a hustler, I want to go get it, right? But the other part of me said, hey, dude, like, you know, you're turning down events for people, you're turning down birthdays, you're turning down, you know, what happens if these people die, you know, and you weren't able to like, to, to say help or to say bye or or to like, you know, have a conversation with them because you're so busy, because you're so busy grinding and and trying to go get it. So, um, you know, I, there was about a month break. And I was like, man, um, 
I was really fascinated with how can I give someone a professional experience at their house and make it look kind of cool. So I looked into it a little bit. I bought, um, I had this vision and it took me about a month before I actually fully committed to it. Um, I went, I bought a trailer, um, had the trailer fabricated to how I needed it. And I slowly bought fitness equipment. And then within that time, I was making tons of content on Canva Pro and just re- just getting ready to launch. I had no business plan. I had it all in my head um, because of I already knew how to run a gym. I knew how to do sales. I knew how to market myself. Um, I, I knew how to run a business. So mm-hmm. I did all those things. I got my trailer. I got a wrap with my branding, black box. Um, and then I put all my equipment inside. And then, man, I was ready to go. I launched in October. Um, I already had a full business within a week and three days. Um, I luckily I kind of timed the market correctly. It, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't how I envisioned for it, but it worked out. And, uh, I have a full business now it's thriving. It's doing really well. Had a great first you. year, had a great first year, but yeah, I basically, you know, I go to people's houses. I deliver their fitness program in their garage or just a nice comfortable place for them to train. I'm a mobile pr- professional fitness coach. Um, yeah, I really focus on oh. autonomy. I focus on giving people the tools and resources for them to execute their fitness program by themselves without a gym, without the coach. I really want to teach people how to exercise, how to know what sleep quality feels like, how to know what their plates should look like, the importance of hydrating, the importance of getting sunlight, the importance of stress management. Like I really focus on those things because I'm a very holistic person and it's the Mm -hmm. way that I want to run my business. I don't just want to give people workouts. They could Google 100 free workouts and they have it for free. They don't need to pay me to do that, right? right? I really want to teach people how to exercise on their own, how to program for themselves, how to know what their body and what fitness really means to them and this mm-hmm. part, at the part of their life that they're that that we're working together because fitness will always be will always go up and down, right? You yeah, might have yeah. a child, you might have you might get divorced. There's going to be different you're going to, you're going to need different fitness for the different parts of your life. And I really want to explain that to people so that that way they know that as long as they're consistent and they do this for the rest of their life, that their weight loss, that their, uh, that their, that their body fat percentage, that their, um, learning that their muscular activity, that, that will always win if you're just do it forever, but you need to Mm. find a program that works best for your lifestyle that is engaging for you that is fun for you. And that could be CrossFit. That could be bodybuilding. That could be sports specific training. You just need to find what that is for you. So I really encourage people to try to find that. And then for me, I just want to deliver a good program to where we talk about those things so that that way they don't have to work with me for a very long time. So that way they can go on doing themselves. Okay. Okay. So do you only do, um, like athletes and stuff, or do you no, do all I, I, kinds? I don't. I don't work with athletes because okay. I'm not a sports performance coach. I would okay. much rather. I would. I my for me my niche is people that are very very beginner in fitness or people okay. that have been doing fitness for a long time but they still don't understand what fitness means to them. Okay, meaning that they've been members at a gym for five, six, seven, eight years, but they're still overweight. They still don't know what their place should look like. They still get crappy sleep. They still don't know what a strict press is like. That's, you know, you're just basically giving money okay. away, you know, right, so I right. really focus on those two types of people because I really feel that that's the way that I can make an impact. And those are the people that I can really change, help change their life and help change their mindset on what fitness actually is. Because if you think of fitness, I think a lot of people think it has to be CrossFit. 
or it has to be you rolling around the floor gasping for it. It doesn't have to be that. You just have to do the things that are more important, and that's getting great quality sleep. It doesn't mean that you have to get 10 hours of sleep. It just means that you have to get really deep sleep and have a good environment for you to sleep. It just means that you right. have to drink water before you drink coffee when you wake up. Like it just means it means that you have to have a little, have a little bit more vegetables, you know, like it just means those those things. And mm. oddly enough, if you focus on those things, the other stuff will take care of itself. Right. 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 That's, so that's amazing. My, that's powerful. You. That's you. powerful. Good for you. I appreciate it. So those are just my views on fitness and what I do for myself. I won't, I won't ever tell someone or tell another one of my members um, to do something that I've never done before because yeah. I'm very much a practice what I preach person. I get sunlight every day. It's raining today. I can't get any sunlight, but I drink more water. I have vegetables with every meal. I get great sleep quality. I exercise six days a week with intention. Like I do all those things and I show that on my content too. So that way people right. know that this person is actually practicing what they preach. And this person isn't coaching me on things that he or she is not doing. Yeah. Good for you, Dorian. So um, before I let you go, then yeah. I need to know how people can get in contact with you for you to help them with this stuff. Now, do you are, are you doing this solely person to person now yeah. or do you do this virtually as well? Yeah. So my main business is person to person in person. I also do a virtual fitness and that's done through Facebook portal. So okay. it's not done through zoom, which is a right. little bit weird. It's actually done through Facebook portal. So we get a portal, which kind of looks like an iPad and the camera, oh, kind, of okay. follows, kind of the camera follows you around, which is cool. So okay. it literally feels like I'm in the room with you. And then I also do programming and that's for people that have already, that already have a good established mm -hmm. um, fitness routine, but they just need something a little bit more specific. So programming means that I, I design their workouts weekly and then I send it mm -hmm. to them to Google doc. And then they know exactly what they need to do on a day to day basis. And oh, then okay. I do nourishment, which is my food service. We uh, help, um, I help establish um, a better relationship with what someone is consuming. And there's different levels. There's like higher level where you need to chew 30 times before you swallow. You need to put your fork down. That's like really high level stuff. And mm -hmm. then there's just basic levels like, hey, I just want you to have some greens today. I want you to focus your plate on vegetables first and then your carbs or then your, then your fat and then your protein. Like that's like really basic stuff. Um, okay. There's different levels to that. Um, and yeah, that's just how I run my business wow. and I'm slowly evolving, um, as a business yeah. owner, as a solopreneur, because I do everything. I do all my content. I'm, I'm very active on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. I'm very active on those platforms. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, that's it's amazing. really, really cool. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Good for you, man. You need, you're not the franchise soon. <laughs> out there. Yeah, <laughs> you can find me on a uh, black box mobile fitness, BLK. Yeah box mobile fitness on facebook i have a facebook business page awesome. i have an instagram you can find me on linkedin at dorian yvonne medina i'm a published blogger so you can find me on box pro mag and uh, at medium at dorian medina too like you can i'm really easily accessible um you have a you, podcast you, too don't you i have a podcast you yep black okay. box the black box podcast and that is for business owners and entrepreneurs in sacramento where we talk about business and entrepreneurship and just kind of like how they grew up in entrepreneurship or how they are, um, how it is to run a business now here in Sacramento. It's very niche. Awesome. Um, but I just love talking. Like I said, I'm a relationship person. And, yeah, a, and, and a community person a lot, too, because you do a yeah. lot for Sacramento. So good for you. Thank you. Yeah. So Dorian, this is awesome.
I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So, so good to have you on here and so good to hear the, you know, what you've been through and how you're using that to help other people, because I think that's our, that's, that should be our life's mission, just helping the next person along. So you are an amazing young man. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. to keep an eye on you and see what you're doing. And it. hopefully maybe one day, if you do decide to like expand in a different area or whatever, let me know. I'd love to have you back on to talk about that. That'd be awesome. This was really great. Um, good. I'm so glad. I'm glad. I'm going to be watching your content and seeing what it is you're doing. So good. Thank you, you so much. I'm just grateful yeah. for um, entrepreneurship. If, there, if there's anyone listening, your audience, you know, life can be hard, but it, it could also be simple. And that's just like focus mm -hmm. on your values, focus on what you really want in your life and uh, just be happy. You know, like, the, you know, life's too short sometimes and um, it, you can't live your you can't live your life with negativity and people in your life that are being negative to you, you can't be in, in work environments that are negative. So um that just affects I you. Agree. And, yeah, just I live agree. a positive, happy life. Listen to listen to positive music. The content that you watch is super, super powerful too. So you know make sure that you're consuming people that are that are resonating to you, that uh that provide value in your life, that bring you happiness. Um I'm I firmly believe that. And man, just exercise, yeah. get some sunlight, drink some water, you'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> ah, you'll be fine, guys. You hear that? And it it sounded so simple because it is because it is. You just have to do it, right? I mean, um, and another thing I I took away from this conversation today, if everyone who is listening or watching, is that it doesn't happen overnight, but it will happen mm -hmm. if you are steady. If you are steady and you keep your mind in the right place and you just keep grinding at it, yes, you're gonna have doubts. Yes, you're gonna have things that come against you. Yes, life gets tough, but that doesn't mean you stop. Stop the grind. You just keep moving. Eventually, you'll see doors start to open. You'll Great. see opportunities come your way. You'll see people around your life that you didn't even know before, but are there to help you and guide right. you. You know, you should also find coaches, find mentors, find friends, find people to surround you that are going to help lift you up and not pull you down. So, 100%. Dorian, I'm really glad that we connected. Thank you for being you. here on Straight Talk. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm yeah, grateful. thank you. I appreciate you too. And thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Don't forget to subscribe and like and share and all that great stuff. And make sure that you follow Black Box Mobile Fitness because you are going to have some great content on there. Make sure you follow his blog as well. I'm going to make sure to link all of Dorian's information below to make sure that you thank guys you. don't miss a thing. Thank appreciate you, Dorian. It. Thank I'm you guys for being here. Thank you. I'm really grateful. Much love. Thank I appreciate you. It. Much love. Until next time. Yeah, Broadcast yeah. is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. 
To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.